Come on. The strong, the powerful Andrew Rosen has returned to Lifeblood. Welcome back, Andrew. Thank you for having me, George. I appreciate it. Yeah. Andrew is a CFP. He is a CEP. He is the president of Lifelong Advisors. I'm excited to have you back on. Andrew, tell us a little bit about your personal life, some more about your work, and why you do what you do. Sure. So personal life, I got three wonderful kids, nine, six, and three, and a fabulous wife. We live in sort of the suburbs of Philadelphia, where we are all bleeding Philadelphia sports fans rooting for our Sixers right now but uh but yeah so life's life's good been an interesting year for us all and and it's been an opportunity for us to focus on our family and our work so I I'm the president as you mentioned of diversified lifelong advisors we are a comprehensive financial planning firm one of the top, I think, 250 RAs in the country. And really our focus is sort of everything you need under one roof. And really our passion, our why as a company is to help our clients and as many people as possible, clients or not, uncover and achieve their life goals so that we can bring true happiness to as many people as possible. And I just believe that my unique gift, my platform, my pulpit for that is the financial education and guidance and advice space. Nice. I love it. So what is what is top of mind for you right now? What have you been ruminating on, Andrew? Yeah, so I, I've sort of been on this happiness kick and this gratitude kick. So uh, career-wise, we're, we're, we're kicking butt. I couldn't be more pleased. Life-wise, kicking butt, couldn't be more pleased. And I've spent a lot of time, I guess, COVID when you're stuck in, in your basement for a year and a half by yourself, really thinking about gratitude and happiness and what it's all about and how we can reprioritize our lives so that we can use our successes, use our finances to actually better our lives, not just acquire more stuff, which maybe that's what makes you happy. But I've really been on this gratitude, this happiness kick and uh that's really what's on my mind these days i love it we all uh i think that it's been in sort of the ether at least it's the things that i pay attention to practice of gratitude um and i think that every time that i do it consistently andrew i i I do feel a lot better so uh, i try to make that a habit it's easier said than done like like everything in life um absolutely what is it about uh, having, being mindful, thinking about gratitude and happiness that, that, that makes it work? It's a great question, George. So I think that it's really, it, it, to your point, it's, it's being consistent with this stuff. It's prioritizing the, what's most important to you. Right. And and the beat and like I said, being consistent, they tell you meditate every day. It's not a one day a week thing. Uh, write down three things you're grateful for every day. It's not a one week day a week thing. Work out, exercise, get sun. Mm-hmm. There's so many scientific things here that really promote happiness that can scientifically improve where you're at and where you're going. And it takes work. 
right? It's it's not it's not for the faint of heart. It's for the people who want to achieve it. Like anything else in work life, you you want to lose weight, you want to have more money, you want to travel more, you want to spend more. You prioritize it and you do it. And so that's that's what makes it work for me. And that's what at least the science will tell you as well. On yeah, the topic. I think that that makes sense. It's a. Uh, I was just thinking this morning. I was thinking about how how we all know we're supposed to have goals. We all know that we're supposed to think about uh, our, our values. And it's really it's sort of what we're talking about is what is most important to us. We need to prioritize things. Um, well, it's sort of what, 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 what I was writing on was that we have so many inputs these days, right? And people are telling me, this is what I should be focused on. This is what I should have as my goals. This is what I should value. And if I did not sit back and actually use my brain and think, and prioritize things, then I'd probably be pursuing somebody else's goals that they have for me or their expectations or what they think I should be valuing. Well, yeah, correct. And, and think, and I think you hit the nail on the proverbial head here, George, go onto your Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram, what, whatever social media you follow. It's all wonderful. Right. It's everyone is always on vacation. Everyone is always happy. Everyone's always so fantastic. Right. And yet we're sitting here. You're sitting here saying, you know what? I'm in a bad freaking mood today. Mm. I'm kind of depressed. It's cloudy out and my kids are screaming and I have a headache and works. Right. Like, I don't know why this person is always traveling and living the best life. And you start to you start to not prioritize you start to start thinking about what's wrong with me and you can go on this spiral the the practice of meditation i was mentioning before think about it again same basic concept so you're going through your day and you're on this spiral whatever direction you're, you're overworked your brain's moving a million miles an hour the the act of saying take 10 minutes it's not a 45 minute thing right take 10 minutes to slow down st- Stop your day and take breaths, focus on you, calm your thoughts. It, it's that break. It's that, it, that's it, that intermission that a lot of us need. And the old adage, right, in most things, if you're too busy to do it, it means you need it more. Mm-hmm. Right? I'm quite frank. If I'm too busy to eat right, well, it probably means you should do it more. If you're too busy. And so same concept that the, the 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 pressures of our economy and our are about living the from the surface that everything's rosy and and that's not the reality mm-hmm. and so i think we're being done a detriment there that we can start to reverse by focusing on us yeah i think that that's i think that that's really well said and this idea of uh, just taking out 10 minutes. And if you're going to meditate or just, I think sometimes that's a, that's maybe not an approachable thing for somebody who's never meditated, but just simply sit quietly and turn on, turn everything off and stop allowing all that input in wow. just sort of be on your own and take a little break because we are not, I don't think that we are designed to be going 24 seven and to be constantly consuming information. Correct. I mean, think about 30, 40, 50 years ago. Friday at five came, you, someone sent you a, a note or a voicemail, you returned it Monday morning, right? Today, 
uh, it it's beeping on my phone. I get emails morning, noon, night, weekend, holidays, on vacation, not. And the pressures are to respond. The, the, and that's just work. Forget the 12 text groups you're in and the 10 email groups and the sp- it's 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 nonstop. You're so plugged in. And yeah, there's some positives to it. But most people aren't focusing on the negatives. And how do you correct that? How do you self-correct it? Because no one else is. I mean, these pressures are trying to take you in the other direction. Yeah, yeah, certainly, certainly the people with with the, the that want to demand things from you, your time, your attention, your money, all of it, your most important resources, they are not going to ease up because you are having a less than awesome day. So, <laughs> right. no question. How do you think about? I, I think about that in terms of trying to put boundaries in place and being able to say no to things, say yes to things, uh, schedule things into my day. How do you? find or make time for prioritization yeah so i I try to make habits now i'm admittedly not the best at it it's a constant work for me but i'm working on it so work out every day before work i know that hey at 6 30 in the morning my phone's relatively quiet no one's expecting me i'll go work out for a half hour i'll find 15 minutes a day to go meditate I'll force myself at dinner to put my phone away and play with the kids. I'll try to do one thing a day to better my life and and learn something. So I try to have high-level goals and expectations because if everything's important, nothing's important Mm -hmm. kind of mentality. And if I can focus on a couple of things that I know help me and better myself so that I can be better for others, well – that that's that's what I've done, and those are my sort of triggers, my my points that I've leaned into. Yeah, I appreciate that. I think uh, a lot of the time we, my, certainly myself included, can fall into the trap of trying to take one heroic effort, and this is going to fix everything and get everything on the right track. When in fact, it is just finding those little things that we can do consistently throughout the course of my week, um, and just focusing on a daily basis. <laughs> because that's that that's that's how I got you know if I'm five pounds overweight I didn't get there with one heroic effort right it wasn't one giant pizza it was small things um, that's right and so that's that's that's, right. that's that's certainly the trick for me as well um and in terms of uh, just kind of tying this back to money how do you how do you think about that money and my and happiness is is something I've written about blocked about I think it's I think it's very important right most people again money can only go be a dollar can only be cut so many ways mm-hmm. and so we can spend money on what we think we want sort mm-hmm. of the Facebook life or we can spend money on what's most important to us for instance I have a just hung up the phone with a client, inspirational client. He thought he wanted a house and a this and a that and the other, and he's in his 50s. And he realized he's going to, especially he works remote now, he's going to spend some time going to go travel to the national parks and work remotely for the next two months and then go to down south for a couple months. And, and sort of he's living this new nomad type life. But it's his best life. He's he's done something that many of us wish we could do. He said, what 
does he want out of life? Mm. And then he's let his money and his finances support that, right? He can't afford, because again, you can only slice a dollar so many ways. He can't afford to have a million dollar house here and then go spend all this time elsewhere and then take care of a house that he's no longer at for the next six months. Instead, he owns no home purposefully. He's taken his dollar and figure out how does he slice it to maximize his happiness. And I'm proud that I've been there along the ride with him, helped coach him, helped support him through it because, again, that's our why as a company. Me personally is to use my gift, my advice, my knowledge to say how can we figure out – first figure out what those priorities are in your life that that elicit this this happiness, this purpose – this fulfillment, and then let's structure your finances so that you can do it both today and into the future. Because it, it's great to live it today, but the last thing you want is in 10 years for this party to come to an end. Yeah, I think that that's amazing right there, right? And I imagine just the amount of internal dialogue that, that, that this person probably had because going back to this idea of expectations that his folks probably expected things from him, his co-work, whatever. But who gives, who, who, fundamentally, it's your life, you get one crack at this thing, why not really sit down and think about, okay, that's all great, but what, what do I really want to do? And that sounds like that's what he did. Spot, spot on. Think, if, he, if all he did was follow the Facebook life, he would say, oh man, I need three kids to make me happy. I need ex-wife to make me happy not an ex-wife but <laughs> yeah you because know, maybe that makes you happy too but a, a wife a beautiful wife to make me happy uh, right i need i need to conform into the the social norms that you see it you know blasting on your phone and pop-ups and notifications he's he's broken from that and i think that's 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 awesome and admirable so that that process right there, uh, that's not probably – it just didn't automatically happen quickly. This is probably like you've been talking about, okay, let's let's take some time. And he probably arrived at this decision through sort of a – it probably took him a little while. Oh, yeah, big soul searching. I mean I can tell you it was not a straight line to get here. He – there were – for this individual and many others – there were thoughts and talks of going a lot of different directions till you find that. And that's okay. Right. I mean, again, this is where the financial coaching comes with, comes top of mind and is, is integral to this process is he, if he made some of the decisions that we had been talked about over the past couple of years working together, he wouldn't be in a position today to go, live his best life to derive his maximum happiness and have his finances support it. He would have been hamstrung. He would have said, well, maybe I can do a vacation because I have this big house and mortgage and so on and so forth. But instead, he's reprioritized and really looked at it and said, and gotten to this point, both from our partnership and his own soul searching, and he's in a great spot. I mean, I'm envious. This is really, really a cool thing happening with him. And he's one of many. It's not, he's the, you know, he's not the, the only person we deal with that does this. This is something we want to coach our clients to. Yeah. What a, it's just an awesome, just evidence that if you are committed to actually thinking about and, 
you know, prioritizing your goals, your values, what, 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 what brings you happiness? Do you think that, do you think that most people have any, have a really clear sense of, of, of what they want and, and, and what really brings them joy and happiness? Uh, I think so. I think, but I don't think people are prioritizing it. So I think if I asked you, George, what, what makes you happy, George? If I ask you right now. Yeah. My, my pursuing my work, uh, family time makes me happy. So everything that I'm doing does in fact make me happy. Right. Now, if I asked you, could you spend more time? Are there, are you, are you, spe- are you optimizing your time? in those spaces or are you being pulled in many directions that you don't need to be and and you know if you're filling up your cup here yeah no i think that i could i think that i could do uh for lack of a better term audit how i am spending my time and the things that i'm spending my time on and probably reallocate yep and that's the key that's the key and then and for, so for for us it's having that that deep you know, soul searching dialogue. And then it's okay. Let's figure out how we have to take your finances, your spouse's finances and do this. Doesn't mean outsourcing more things. Doesn't mean saving more reallocating, structuring this, that, or the other so that we can, you can spend as much time in that space as possible. Right. It's, it's no different. We do exercise with all our employees. We have four boxes. I mean, say, what what are you great at and you really enjoy? What are you good at and enjoy, you know, and kind of enjoy? What are you okay at but don't enjoy and what do you hate doing? Hmm. And we make them list all the job duties they do. And what we find is we want to slowly push as much as possible of their daily day into those top two boxes because you know what? The things I enjoy doing, other people hate to do. To do a lot of, a lot of my most of my employees would hate this interview right now, right? <laughs> Conversely, I've I have employees that love coming to work and and getting through minutia paperwork and and detaily things that make my head burst just to think about, right? And again, it's it's having the right people in the right seats, and it's no different than our personal lives. If you hate focusing on your finances, guess what? It doesn't cost that much to partner with someone like like us. You hate mowing your lawn, fifty dollars a cut, twenty five. Right? The guy comes out, does it. You get that time back, and we could put it back into your family or your work for someone like you, George. I love it. That's awesome. Just being honest with yourself about the things you really enjoy doing, the things you don't like doing. I think that's awesome. Oh, yeah. Beautiful. Well, Andrew, people are ready for your different speaking tip, even though we've covered a couple of them. What do you have for them? Yeah, uh, it's a great question. I would tell you reshuffle your deck and focus on yourself here, right? Take care of yourself so you can take care of others. And by reshuffling your deck and doing that audit, as you alluded to earlier, George, you I think you're in a position that you can say, let's let's put in boxes. Let's figure out what I like doing. What can I outsource? Where where derives the most fulfillment and happiness for me work family travel golf whatever it is and figure out how you can spend more time in that space and working on yourself and less time in the stuff that drains you because most of that there's smarter more efficient outsourced ways to handle it 
and why not? I, I value my time. It's critical to me. It's the my most like most of us, our most valuable resource and treat it as such. Well, I think that that is great stuff that definitely gets come on. Come on. Andrew, thank you so much for coming back on. Where can people learn more about you? How can people engage with you? Oh, excellent. Uh, our website, lifelongadvisors.com, is a great spot. You can we got a lot to share there. Sign up for our blog. We we do I write a nice blog that that touches on a lot of things we've gone on here today. And then you could also follow us on Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram, Twitter, all, all those mediums. We you can follow me personally and happy to share what we got and thank you for having me on today, George. Yeah, I love it. Well, if you enjoyed this as much as I did, show Andrew your appreciation and share today's show with a friend who also appreciates good ideas, go to lifelongadvisors.com and check out all the great resources. You can follow them on social media as well. I'll list all those in the notes of the show. Thanks again, Andrew. Pleasure is all mine. And until next time, keep fighting the good fight as we are all in this together. <laughs>